You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number 704. Rather than like just maybe going to another county or finding another virtual market, like I would say really milk this market because your fees are so good that you can actually afford to do maybe some TV ads or radio or you know something that's a little higher cost. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. You're listening to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. This is your host, Lauren Hardy. And today we have David Trevino in the house. David is one of my virtual investing mastery students, and we are going to talk about his recent success. He went from zero to now three deals, and these deals had pretty big fees on them. And my favorite thing about David's strategy right now, and my favorite thing about him is that he picked an area that I've never heard of. So we are going to talk about the area he picked, what type of area it was, and why you should probably stop going to the major metros and start looking at those outskirt suburbs. All right, David, welcome to the show. Hey, Lauren, nice to finally be on the podcast. It's an honor. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I love it. Now, had you listened to this podcast before? I have. um, I've been listening to it since 2019. So uh, I've been a big fan of Wholesaling Inc. for a while. And to finally be on the podcast, it's I would not have believed a couple of years ago, to be honest. Oh my gosh. I, I love hearing that. Did you start in 2019 or did you just start hearing about wholesaling in 2019? I started hearing about wholesaling in 2019. I heard Tom Crow on the podcast and I was pretty much, I just knew I wanted to be a real estate investor. I was looking for rentals. And I went to, just like everyone else, YouTube University. I was looking at everything, how to find the right property manager, how to find the right contractors, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it all pretty much boiled down to how do you find a deal? Because as an investor, that's what we do. We find good deals. And I just, I got nitty gritty and really just wanted to dial in how to find deals. And that's pretty much what I did. I just took some action from that podcast and I just build on it step by step. A lot of trial and error and pretty much how I got into it. So what was your first real estate deal back then in 2019? You know, um, in 2019, I I was just dabbling a little bit. I, I sent out like 600 postcards and I pretty much just sent it out without really thinking too much into it. I just followed the action and um, until I actually got voicemails and I was like, hey, this actually works, but what do I do now? <laughs> so I just, I had to go back and get more into it. How do you talk to a seller? How do you meet them? How do you, all of that. And then once I said, okay, I have a basic understanding of how to talk to sellers. Let's give it another shot. And I sent out more postcards and I got more sellers and I didn't get much traction. Because I wasn't mailing as much. I wasn't going big with my marketing. And then 2020, I said, you know what? I'm going to take this a little more serious. And there's leads that are coming in where I'm not even interested in the homes that they have, but they're actual leads. So why don't I build a buyer's list and 
go forward with that. So 2020, trying to do the whole thing. Uh, if I find a deal I like, I pick it out for myself. But again, I'm pretty sure I was doing something wrong. Uh-huh. I was getting like two calls a week and I I was putting out thousands of postcards and I said, you know what? Oh my gosh. I know I'm doing something wrong and I need guidance. And it was a little discouraging because I was spending a lot of money and I wasn't, time was going by and I was saying I'm a real estate investor, but I haven't done a deal. It was like a kind of yeah. like self-judging myself a little. And they call that imposter syndrome a little bit, right? Yeah. I felt a little discouraged and I felt myself because there was like a month and a half where I wasn't really doing anything. I wasn't marketing. I wasn't doing anything. I felt myself giving up and it was right towards the end of the year. Uh, you guys were having like a promotional discount for the program. And after that, the price was going to go up. And I said, you know what? It's now or never. I need to make this work. Otherwise, I'm going to give up. Right. I mean, it's so it sounds like from 2019 to the end of 2020, so what, maybe a year and a half, you were using YouTube University to put the pieces together and you took action, which is awesome. A lot of people don't go even go to that step. They just watched YouTube University for years. So you took action, you're mailing postcards you know, for a year and a half, you're getting leads, but you don't know what you're doing at that point and you're not closing any deals and you can't figure out why. So now take me to then you finally bit the bullet, got some mentorship, which I imagine was pretty scary, right? Absolutely. You know, I had made a phone call with Wholesale Inc. in the beginning of 2020. I didn't pull the trigger. I said, um, you know, I was getting friends and family, especially because not because they don't want you to succeed, but because they feel like they're looking out for you. So they kind of say, oh, you could do it. You know, you don't need to uh, pay anyone or I kind of took that. But then I I just had to say, you know what? Screw it. I don't care. I'm going to go forward. I I need mentorship. I need to get out of my own way and make this work. And there's actually this part in your course, in the beginning of your course, where you say you got to adopt the attitude where you're going to make this work no matter what. And it's like, it was really quick, but that kind of stuck with me. And and it's true. You had to make this work no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And that's pretty much the attitude I'm taking. And I didn't notice I was taking that attitude, but you had to really expand on that. Well, I want to pause right here because a lot of people are in the exact same situation that you were in back, you know, December, 2020, where you were afraid to spend money on a coaching program, but Mm -hmm. you were wasting money in marketing because you didn't know what you were doing. So right. you justified to yourself to spend money on the marketing and the action items like sending postcards out, but you were scared to bite the bullet in the mentoring that actually would have made those marketing dollars work for you. Right. So do you have an idea of how much you spent in marketing in 2019 and 2020 that you can kind of say you almost threw in the trash? Yeah, no, a few thousand dollars for sure. It's um yeah, I don't have an exact number, but it's in the ballpark between three and four grand, maybe. Right. right. Which is like almost, you know, the cost of a lot of mentorships. Yeah. So it, honestly, a lot of people don't understand the value of mentorship. And you touched on your family having doubt on you. And I tell you, anytime I've ever gotten doubt like that, it's from somebody who is not an entrepreneur. Anybody, you guys, I want this to sink in. 
anyone who is telling you that you should not invest in, say, a coaching program mentorship, but instead try to figure it out on your own using YouTube, ask yourself, what are they doing for a living? And if they are not an entrepreneur or a successful entrepreneur, that's a good indication that they do not know what they are talking about and are giving you poor advice. I personally buy into mentorship programs to this day. I did it just last week. I know nothing about TV ads and running television commercials. And I really wanted to start utilizing TV commercials for my house buying company. So I found a mentor and I wrote that check gladly. I was so excited. Anytime now I buy a mentorship, I actually get this high. Like you should see, I start glowing for like the rest of the day because I get so excited because I know that that check I just wrote, I'm probably going to 20X my return on that. I know I am. So I get so excited. But here's the thing about writing that check and mentorship. And the difference between David and you know someone else maybe who doesn't have success with a mentorship program is that David took massive action and did every single thing that I said to do. Everything to a T. But other people, they buy the coaching program or mentorship and they don't follow the directions. They just do whatever. They, they still do what they heard on YouTube University for some reason, but they try to like apply it to the coaching program they got. And those are usually the people that struggle at first. And hopefully they have a good enough mentor to kind of smack them out of it a little bit, which you've seen me do a lot. A lot of, I do a lot of smackdowns, right? I mean, it's amazing. I remember when you called me initially and you were talking about what market you were thinking about getting into. And what I was so excited about was it was a market that I've never heard of before. So I don't know if if you're not comfortable sharing exact markets, because I know a lot of people don't want to do that on the podcast. It's totally fine. But you can give us an idea, you know, of this type of market, what it looks like. So tell us a little bit about the type, the market that you chose. Yeah. So I'm out of Northwest Indiana. Most markets that people go into, they go after a major metro, say like in Indianapolis or some kind of town or city where people recognize, but market that I'm in, it's mostly a county with suburb like towns you know they're about an hour hour and a half outside of chicago so it's not exactly chicago but it's its own market that benefits from a big city but it's mostly suburbs and i love it what's the population size in your territory do you know yeah it's about three hundred thousand people give or take okay okay and what's the do you know the average house price 173 Okay. Sweet spot. That's, that's my sweet spot right there. So I love those numbers. My favorite thing was I had never heard of it before, but you knew enough. You knew that a lot of people live there, but then they go commute to Chicago. So you knew about it. It was maybe something familiar to you because you, did you had lived there or you just maybe knew about it because you live near there? I know about it. I actually like to invest over there. I own a rental property over there. Mm -hmm. So I just know it's a great market and um, it's better than where I live, this side of Illinois, for sure, by none, by far. Yeah, it's over here in Illinois, you deal with a lot of uh, high taxes. I think we have some of the highest property taxes in the country. We can call it tenant-friendly, and uh, it's pretty hard to evict someone. It takes a while, at least. 
And in the end, it's like the complete opposite. I love it. So you started in January, you got a little education. And then what did you change, you know, from, you know, say before me to after me, because you did some marketing, like where were some of the big changes? So first thing is I had to change my marketing strategy. I pretty much put down direct mail and I went into text messaging and uh, pretty much followed your program exactly how it is. Created a website, got a mailbox, all these things I probably would not have done if I didn't join the program. Do you have a full-time job as well? Or is this your only hustle? No, actually, I work full-time. I'm a truck driver. I drive semis for UPS, so it's a lot of hours. I'm doing anywhere 50 to 60 hours a week. So that was another thing why I went virtual, because I didn't have the time to go out and drive an hour, hour and a half to go meet a seller you know, face-to-face. So I needed to find something that was more efficient. Right. Uh, I probably put away like two to three hours in the morning to this business Monday through Friday. And I do Saturdays too. That's incredible. So if anybody wants to use the excuse of that they have a busy full-time job, I don't want to hear it because this guy works 50 to 60 hours driving trucks, which is not something that you can like multitask and talk to sellers like while you're doing it. Like for me, when I started, I had a full-time job as well, but it was an office job. So there were some times where I, I could do some research when we were like, when we had downtime at work, you know, but you, you cannot do that. So instead you fit these activities in the morning before you had to go to work and what only two to three hours a day, which is what I always recommend, like if you can at minimum, please promise me you'll try, you'll work three hours a day at this. That's, you know, kind of a a number that I stick to as a minimum. I mean, it's incredible what you've been able to do. So now let's talk about what you've been able to do, you know, from January to now with only two to three hours a day. So the first month, it was pretty much just setting up the business and going through the course and really absorbing the information in. Right towards the end of January, that's when I started pulling lists and setting up my texting campaign. Yeah, I went through some leads, um, getting the hang of it. I actually thought it's really fun, <laughs> kind of like texting a lot more. Came across a seller who wanted to sell her house. She lived all the way in Nevada and she was going through some things. She had just suffered a stroke and her father wasn't doing the greatest. And there was just a lot of family drama. And she had a property out here in Indiana that she originally bought for her family to live on, but she was running it out to a tenant who wasn't paying rent. And she had a property manager who was pretty much unresponsive. Mm. And she was pretty much just paying these high, uh, not high, but because there's two properties on the lot. So she's paying uh, property taxes on two houses that she's not even renting out, Mm. collecting any rent money for it. So. I had some downtime during work. Um, I was waiting on the load to finish up. So kind of picked up the phone and called there. I had about 15 minutes. So I had a good conversation with her. And from it was just from there, it was history. Uh, I made an offer. She agreed on it and went from there. Damn. So what did you end up getting out of that deal? What was the total fee? So that one was 20 grand. 20 grand. Your first deal, your first wholesale fee was $20,000. That's amazing. That's really, really good. And then you did another deal after that, shortly after. What did you net on that one? 
That one went for 18. Crazy, crazy. So the thing is about, you know, the higher fees, when you see a fee like that in an area where the average house price is 170,000, typically that means it's a less saturated market with other investors. So more reason, if you're listening to this, to avoid the major metros and go to the suburbs that are outside the major metros. You can really just own that territory. And honestly, David, you can. like You could just own this little territory. And what you might want to do, because I know what's going to happen next is you're going to say, I've ran out of people to text. I, mm-hmm. my, you're you're going to get list anxiety, I call it, where you've ran out. You just have... Because there's not... you know There's only so many houses, right? Right. The next thing you can do is try another marketing method and get the people that aren't responding from text because either they don't check their cell phones, they don't have cell phones, right? So you can Mm -hmm. try direct mail, you can try radio ads, you can try TV, you're going to get a different type of or a different seller, it's going to open up and expand, you know, your market, even though it's it's the same market, but it's going to expand it if you know, if that makes sense, because now you're catching the people that don't answer text messages like yours. So rather than like, just maybe go into another County or finding another virtual market, like I would say really milk this market because your fees are so good that you can actually afford to do maybe some TV ads or radio or, you know, something that's a little higher cost. Yeah. Um, on yesterday's coaching call, I was actually pretty interested in TV ads. I have yet to book a call with Tony Javier, but I'm not sure if that would be the right marketing choice to go into right now right away but i'm i'm giving it some thought i know with texting it's probably inevitable that it might go away so i have been thinking about that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well you're you're doing amazing you know you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing so just keep it up i'm really proud of you your success is is very inspiring i mean how many of you guys are listening to this, you've got a full-time job and you're, you just want to make some side money or you want to start your side hustle that eventually will be your full-time hustle, but you don't know how to do it. You can't imagine doing it with your 40 hour a week job. Well, like now we've got somebody here who's like, no, I is at 50 to 60 hours and I still was able to do it. So it's very, very inspiring for a lot of people. Oh yeah. Thank you. Um, it's pretty much that. And if there's one thing that people should dwell on is make it work no matter what. Can't say that more than once. I can, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's, I didn't realize that that statement had so much impact, but I, it is a statement that I live by. I will make something work no matter what. Like when I get something in my head and I'm like, it's go time, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it no matter, like make it work no matter what. I do not commit to anything unless I have that attitude about it. There's nothing worse than committing to something when you don't have that attitude and then you just waste a bunch of time and it didn't work. And you're just like, gosh, why did I even do that? You just feel bad about yourself. Mm -hmm. So I totally, totally agree with you. I mean, I can relate right now. I actually bought into two coaching programs recently. (laughs) Another one was YouTube. So I'm really trying to grow my YouTube following. And I did not even film a YouTube video 20 months ago. Okay. I never, I did not have um, any aspiration to be a YouTuber or influencer. That was not my background, but I fell into this coaching role and influence. And part of it is social media and YouTube. And I tried for the last year to grow a YouTube following 
just going off instinct. I did not know what I was doing. I had no recipe to grow my YouTube channel at all. I was just posting videos. I had no clue what I was doing. I didn't know how to title them. I didn't know what to put in the descriptions. So after about a year, just it sounds like your story, right? After about a year, I was thinking, wait, there's got to be some mentorship on this. Like this, there has to be a coaching program, right? So I sought one out and found one. And I've been taking this program. They, they only drop one module a week. It's one of those. My course luckily doesn't do that. <laughs> but it, so it's a, it's a 10 week, you know, commitment for me. And I've been watching this thing, you know, diligently and I am fully committed. And what's crazy is like, this is my brain. I'm like, I'm going to crush this. Like you just watch in one year, my following is going to explode. I'm going to crush this. I'm going to do everything this guy says. And if it doesn't work for me, I mean, it's this guy's fault basically, because I'm going to do everything he says to the letter and I'm going to crush it. And I'm going to be better than the examples. I'm going to be like on his, he's going to put me in his course as a success story. Like that's where your brain needs to go. Right. And yours did. And you didn't listen to the haters. You didn't listen to the family members that were like, no, you're not. You're not doing that. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much what it means to be a rhino, right? Yeah. You have skin and you just charge at one thing and you're yeah. going to get there. David, if I can give you one piece of advice that I could not, I mean, it blew my mind even in the recent time is just network and talk with real entrepreneurs and, and level up. Like you're going to talk to entrepreneurs, like, and maybe this level, right. And then you're going to like start meeting ones that are like, you know, million dollar a year to multi-million dollar a year. Then you're going to multi, you know, multi, multi-million dollar a year, right. Keep yeah. leveling up and talking to them and just asking them like, what do you do when, you know, you're trying to learn a new skill? Like they give you tips that are so valuable. That's the advice you listen to. And you know, the family, you know, advice, like they're just trying to help just kind of tune it out a little bit. Like, okay. Yeah. Thanks mom. But you know, (laughs) thanks, but you, you work in accounting for a CPA firm. Like how would you know what I'm trying to do? You know? Mm-hmm. So I love it. Well, David, thank you so much for coming today. Very, very inspirational. And I'm, I'm very, very, very proud of you. I cannot wait to see you when you come down to meet me at my office. And if anybody does want to reach out to you, uh, maybe just for some advice, or uh, maybe you can pump them up a little bit if they're going through the same thing. I'm sure a lot of people are going to find you very inspirational. Are you on Instagram at all or any of the social media networks? Um, I'm on Instagram, but I'm not very active on there. But if someone wants to reach out to me, they can email me at david at chbuyers.net. I uh, can email me there. I'll respond back for sure. I, I have a go-giver mentality, so I would be more than happy to talk to someone. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, David. We really, really appreciated having you. And if you guys want to learn more about real estate investing and taking your business virtually, go to www.wholesalinginc.com slash virtual. Thanks again for listening. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.